this is disclaimer to everyone, okay? So today, I hope, you know, just to share my story, I'm not going to preach at you guys, because that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to have fellowship together. Are we cool? Yes. All right. So here we go. Um, when I, oh, so it was your first Sunday. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Uh, when I first found out that I was going to be the first up to bat, because everyone on the board is going to take their turn, um, I'm excited. I was like, great, God, what do you want me to, like, share my friends, my, my Busan fam? Like, it's got to be great, right? It's going to be awesome. Got to make them cry. Got to bring them to their knees. Got to make them be like, I love you, God. Right? All those things. And then God and then reality were both like, whoa. Right? So we got to talking. I know that, you know, you guys talk to God too, yeah? And all of our conversations with God can look totally different from each other, of course. And so I was like, God, what do you want, what do you want me to uh, pray? Like, I'm praying, and I'm like, God, what do you want me to talk about? Like, what is the word that you're putting on my heart? And nothing. I got nothing. Like, we got ample time to, got to prepare, and I was just praying and, like, pushing into it. I went brain went everywhere. And I was like, God, I'm just thinking about like a haircut. Do I preach about a haircut? What's like the meaning behind it? Are we cutting out like the burdens in our life? Like, God, I just singed half my eyelashes off. Like, are we singeing sin from like clamping onto our hearts? And nothing, and nothing, and nothing. And then finally it came. It was just, you know, kind of getting anxious about it, and I was just in bed one night, and I was like, okay, God, what, just please, just give me a word, and I thought, praise, and I was like, yes, this is what, this is great, there's so many facets to praise that I can talk about, there's so, Bible talks about praise so much, like, praising is awesome, we all love praising, yeah, yeah, and then Sunday came, and Caleb preached about praise, <laughs> and I was like, am I, is this just my propheticness that's coming out, is that it? But I kept talking to God, and I was like, I can still preach about this. I can still talk a lot about it. So that's what we're going to do. Today is Praise the Reboot. <laughs> so first, let's pray. <laughs> All right. God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to just share with my family about your word and just the joy that comes from praising you. God, I just pray for this time. Um, please help me from crying when I talk about your love and your awesomeness. And, um, yeah, I just pray that it will just be a great time of fellowship today as we come together and uh, hear from your word. Use me, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So, as I was saying, Pastor Caleb talked about praise. And he mentioned um, why we should praise, what praise produces in us. And one of the comments that he made that, like, really stuck with me that I wrote in my journal and underlined was that praise produces something in us that keeps our hearts from hardening. So in my brain, it was like, it's like a super juiced up God enzyme. You know, like enzymes break up the foods in your stomach so you can easily digest, kind of like that. And so not only does that sound amazing, right, but the implications of praise keeping our hearts from hardening is huge. Um, and, you know, the age-old verse that we all know that I love in Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your hearts, for it is the wellspring of life. Like, wellspring of life. If that shouldn't be like, I got to keep my heart pumping, I got to keep my heart healthy, 
wellspring of life. From your heart comes your life. So, yes, praising God is good for you. God for your heart. Good, good, good. Heart health. Good. So pr- just praise, really. Like, doesn't, it's just simple. But then my brain goes to, like, am I constantly praising? And then my brain goes to that one person that's always like, everything's great. God is awesome in all things. And you're just like, your spiritual cup is not just half full, it's overflowing, my friend. Good for you. But that's hard for me. And that comes to a question of, are we capable of praising him in all things, at all moments? And so today, I'm not going to give you guys like one, two, three steps or one, two, three, four, five points. I'm just going to ask you guys a lot of questions. And they're rhetorical, so please don't answer out loud. All right. So first up is um, the main question. Are we capable of praising him in all things? In your lows of lows, are you still praising him? Um, Today's Bible passage, we looked at the first half of Psalms 34. It was when, you know, David was in the cave running. He's running a lot, right? Someone's about to kill him or wants to kill him, the king, right? Um, So let's just take a look really quick. The first part is all praise. The second part is all instruction. So we'll just talk about praise today. So David says, or he sings, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look at him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Amen. Thanks, David. Um, So here's David. He's in a cave. This is not a glamping situation, right? If you've ever gone spelunking, you know that it's cold, it's dark, it's clammy, it's all those not fun things. But David who had no you know, modern amenities like we do if we go camping. He's just praising. He's making it a point to praise. The very first thing is that he's doing is praising. Um, so you guys, me included, are we able to stop in the midst of whatever our circumstances and still praise? Is your praise probability meter half full or half empty? Where is it at? Are you even gauging it, right? Or are you just like, it's either here or it's either here? Do you have set up hard no's on God? Sometimes this kind of happens whether we want it to or not, where it's all about the circumstance that makes you willingly praise or not. I'll praise you at church because that's just what you do. Everyone else is doing. But not if you blah, 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 blah. Or I'll praise you when things are going the way they should be, nice and smooth. But only if you... A lot of, I'll praise you if, right? So what are those conditions? Have you set them on God? But as we know, 
We need to praise him in all things. David says in the very first verse, verse 1, I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Like, I'm sure he's probably like, oh my gosh, this day is awful. Like, I thought I was stepping into the cave at this depth, but I ended up, you know, falling two feet because you can't see anything. But I'm going to praise God. It's still good. Oh, I was trying to sleep, and it was really cold, and I was about to fall asleep, and then this rat just ran over my face. But I'm still going to praise God. It's the first thing, always, and he's continually in his mouth. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it also says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Right? And on and on and on in the Bible, continually in all circumstances. Never once in the Bible does it give you the give praise when you feel good. Give praise when it's good for you, right? It's on us. We're making that choice. So, yeah, it's easy to say. It's a very knee-jerk Bible school, Sunday school reaction. All answers are Jesus. The way to solve your problems is praise. Yeah, right, anything. And, you know, we've all heard it. But when it really hits the fan, it's not that simple. You guys agree? Being a Christian is hard. It's not easy. Faith and stuff and the whole, like, seen and unseen stuff. That's not what I had initially signed up for when I was like, yes, God, be the Savior of my life. Come into my heart. But it's what we signed up for. Yeah, and... It's, again, it's, it's a choice that we make. So I mentioned earlier that praise is a heart thing and that it softens the hardening of our hearts due to the circumstances around us. So if we don't praise in the, in the yucky times, aren't we just making it harder for us, that situation? Making it a longer process for us to get out of? Aren't we allowing the negative parts of things that are troubling us take hold of our hearts? and push out any desire to praise, right, in the midst of it all. And I keep saying we, because I am a part of this. I'm very much guilty of this, right? Um, so here's, here's a story that I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it, God, but it was where I was most guilty. So here we go. Um, two years ago, I went home for... Uh, a couple months back to Oregon to take care of my mom. She got sick. And the seven months that I was allotted from work and that, you know, I was available to have was, like, perfect. I got right at there at the beginning of her first round of chemo, and then I had enough time after seven months to be there for her last and, like, celebrate her last round and then also make sure she was okay for me to leave her alone. Um, and so, you know, everything was going to be great. Before I left Korea, like, I was at the peak of my spiritual Christian walk with God. And this walk has been going on for forever, right? Since I was born is pretty much how it was going in my life. And so it was, like, prayed up. People were, like, praying over me, declaring things. And I was like, yes, I'm heading to Oregon, jacked up on Holy Spirit vibes. And no, no weapon or disease formed against my mom will prosper. I'm ready. Fight a good fight. And then guess what? First visit to oncology I crumbled just like that. Um, I, was, I was literally just shocked. 
I thought I had gone. I thought I was prepared. I thought I knew what I was up against spirit, in the spiritual realm and in the, in the, the physical realm. Um, but just is not what I was expecting at all. Like total left curve. Is that right? Left Out of left field. And um, it put me in a, it was, it's even hard to believe now when I talk about it. But going from I'm ready to pr I'm praying through it, they're getting her prepped, and then seeing her physical reaction, and then I was like, you've left my side, God. Um, and it was just like, oh, betrayal. Um, in an instant. I was not expecting that at all. Yes, I wasn't expecting how badly she would be reacting to it all and me having to see it. But just the instant feeling of, God, where did you go? You promised these things, and it's not happening. Okay. So, yes, thank you. So was he gone? We all know no, he wasn't. But I let the circumstance determine my ability to praise. That was on me. Oh, you know, you're being too hard on yourself. You saw something that hurt you, your heart to the core, of course you wouldn't be in a place of praise. But, you know, the Bible calls us, no matter what crazy king is after you trying to physically kill you, right? You need to find that place to praise God because he's there, and he's the one that's working on your heart. Don't let your circumstance harden your heart. But that's, that's what I did. And so for the rest of the time that I was home, I couldn't talk to God. Every time I tried to, because, you know, I prayed up and I was like, you have to talk to God through this. You have to be like, God, this is how I'm feeling. Help me. Right? Because that's what we do. We call out to God when we're at our, our lowest. Um, but every time I tried to, it was just, it was too hard. And every time I tried to praise, this would happen, the tears, and I was like, I can't cry in front of my mom. Mm, I need to be strong for my mom. So for the rest of the time at home, I literally felt a hardening of my heart. I consciously was aware that this is not going well in my spiritual soul. But there was no, in my mind, there was no other option for me. Uh, and nothing brought me comfort. Just nothing. It was just, even when my friends would call and they'd be like, how's your mom? this is what's going on. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And then my friends would realize and be like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, this happened, and we went to this cafe, and, oh, they built this new thing down the street from church. And I'd be like, okay, that's good to hear. I can handle that. And I still didn't want to talk about it when I got back to Korea. Like, my heart was rock hard. I felt that separation from God. But again, that was on me. I chose not to praise him in the midst of it all. And that probably, no, that most likely con uh, contributed to a lot of the, the trauma that I carry. Um, like, I, I have to physically, like, force myself to say cancer. And it, like, anytime anyone talks to me about someone they know that has it or, like, this is what's going on with someone they know that has it, I just get start getting anxiety. And I have regrets. Like, why couldn't I have reached out to someone and been like, help me pray through this, please? 
even if I can't say the words, please say it over me. Um, and, um, hmm, yeah, I am the Bible school after school special of what not to do in times of struggle. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. It's, it's, it's an instant that your heart can harden, but it takes so much longer for your heart to start softening again. It's a lot of work that you and God have to do, and we're still doing it, me and God. Um, so when we start to feel that loneliness or separation, we need to remember that God dwells close to us when we pray. Psalms 22.3, Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. And uh, normally we take that verse and we see Israel as his people. And he inhabits the praise of his people. If you heard Bible study or Bible stories, you know Israelites did not listen, right? Every bend around the corner. Instruction, nope. Do this, please. Nope. Hey, all you got to do is this, and trust me, nope, 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 right? But whenever they needed help or whenever they cried out to God, he was there. Uh, it's the ultimate response to even the minorest of our call-outs, our pleas, our comments to God. He will never leave you on red, right? He will see and listen, and he comes and is in it with us, no matter what. Um, when we feel the despair in our situations and when our circumstance makes us crumble under the weight, if we praise he dwells in us. When he dwells in us, we are in his presence. And for if you've experienced being in God's presence, there's nothing like it, right? When you're in his presence and you feel his presence around you, you feel unbeatable. You're like, come at me. I've got God on my side. He's in me and he dwells in me. I can face anything. Our spirit is refreshed when we're in his presence, when we're renewed, we're strengthened by the peace that only he can give us, right? Where else can you find that kind of presence that brings you peace, that brings you safety? So why can't he just change the situation, though? He's a loving God. He's all-powerful. He is the healer of all things. And so that was one of my things. Why couldn't he have just, like, done a miracle, cured my mom on the spot? Can you imagine the testimony I would have had. Like, yeah, I went home, took time off from school. First visit to the hospital. My mom, boom, healed. Praise God. I mean, that would have brought a lot of great stories. But that wasn't how it was. God works through it with us. That's one thing that I think we often forget. If we are able to praise in what seems like the bleakest of times, we can always find the joy in his presence um, in the circumstances that he's changing your hearts if you're able to hold on to that praise. And he's working on that wellspring of life inside us. In Psalm 1611, um, it says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalms is great. In his presence there is joy. Like, that's so simple. Find yourself in his presence. What do you get? Joy. Find yourself in his presence. What do you get? Peace. Find yourself in his presence. What do you get? Love. I mean, what other, where else can you go to get all those things? 
and so freely. All you have to do is praise God. All you have to do is talk to him. So when everything around us is crumbling, when everything around us seems bleak, by praising we're entering into the presence, peace, and joy of God our Father. We're choosing not to give in to the bleakness, like I did, uh, but helping our situation by keeping our hearts open and malleable. That's the other thing. You can't just be like, what, God? What now? This is my situation. What are you going to do about it? Right? Be malleable. Be open to like how he wants to soften your heart, to change your heart. So if I know these things, right? I've read the Bible through and through multiple times born into the church, Bible school, private elementary school, all the things. Why did I let myself fall off the deep end two years ago? What's the possible answer? And I don't know if it makes sense, but I just couldn't, the place where I was. And part of me didn't see it as a situation uh, where I could praise him. I was just like, nope, nothing to praise God about. Everything sucks. So, what did I do in the end? And what can we do in the end? Sometimes, you got to sing your way into the truth. Yes. It's a fact. Absolute fact. And it was basically constantly running through my head when I got back. That and fake it till you make it. Because I know people are like, oh, that sounds so awful. You're forcing yourself to praise. You're forcing yourself to... Uh, to like pretend to be happy and great. I'm not saying suppress it. But, and oh, and this is what worked for me. It doesn't have to work for everyone. When your circumstances don't feel like there's even like a pinhole glimmer of hope shining through, you have to speak it out. We're speaking it out in faith. That's what we're called to do as Christians, right? But it's so hard. Do we agree? It's so hard. And trying to pray in the midst of gunk. Sometimes it only just like makes me feel more down and a failure as a Christian. Like I'm trying to speak it out in faith. I'm trying to pray it out. But it's like, God, these words, I feel like it's just lip service to you. Hebrews 13:15. Through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that praise him. I think, I like to think that God knew that we'd have trouble with this. Because it so easily says in the Bible, praise him in all things. In all circumstances, praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. First, uh, first line of defense, praise. Looks easy, reads easily, but to actually do, God's like, mm, my children, this is going to be hard for you, so I'm going to give it a name, sacrifice of praise. We haven't been... Uh, Called to praise God only when we feel like it or when things are going well. We've been called to praise him when things are terrible. Three syllables, people. Terrible. <laughs> David is back in the cave. He's being hunted down, still praising, still singing, right? Not just praising, but this dude with his harp and lyre, lyre he's praising God. They think it's funny. That's awesome. Um, and then, so... You know, it's an obvious, like, comparison. Can we do that? Am I possible, possibly able to do that? It's called a sacrifice of praise when we praise in the midst of our trials, right? 
in our day-to-day, we praise God for blessings that we see. Ah, oh, thanks God for letting me live in Kwangan. The bridge is beautiful. The beach is beautiful, right? And like how we feel, ah, oh, I wake up, praise God for this amazing morning. It's going to be a great day with my students. Yes, praise God. And then like we praise like babies when they do a good job or our dogs when they do a good job. Dogs and babies, not same, guys, but I'm just using it as an example. And then, of course, because we're such a big group of nice people, we praise the people and our friends, like, right? When they accomplish something or they do a good job, and you're like, oh my gosh, you did such an amazing job. Oh man, that was amazing. Asia, you prayed so awesome. Yes, praise you guys, good. But that's for free, guys. You're just giving that away. That requires no sacrifice, right? So for us to praise God in our dark circumstances, in the times where we feel alone, betrayed, forgotten, now that's, that's a sacrifice. It takes a personal sacrifice from us to lay it all before God when we don't understand why this is happening, what's going on, and ultimately say, I have no idea what is going on and what you're doing, but I have faith that you are a good father and that you love me, and even through all this junk, I'm still going to praise you. As we continue to offer up our sacrifices of prayer sooner or later, trust me, our praises will stop being just words. But we'll find ourselves praising in our spirit. Okay, Our praise of God is not to be based on our opinion of his job performance. Yeah. Right? Oh. Real praise continues regardless of circumstances. It flows continually from our hearts in good times and also in bad. That's the thing we have to remember. Continually. It flows continually. The sacrifice of praise comes from a humble heart that has been purified by fire, right? That purifying. It's hard. We all go through it. Everyone at different depths, different levels. But it rises from a spirit that has chosen to honor and praise God in spite of the pain that life is causing. That's on us. In Psalms 51, 16, and 17, it says, For you will not delight in sacrifice. This is not talking about our sacrifice of praise. This is like that spiritual or that physical blood offering. Um, Or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, oh God, you will not despise. Coming to him broken, that's the ultimate thing for God. That's allowing your hearts to be malleable. And in that, as you're praising him, he's softening your hearts and putting it into a heart space where he can bring you bigger and better things. Right? He's not just like, here's trials in your life. Now praise me, and I'll soften your heart, It'll be back to the way it was. No, it's like here's trials in your heart, in your life. I'm going the with I'm going through them with you. I'm gonna soften your heart and then we'll level up. Level up, level up, level up. During our lives we're going to continually finding ourselves find ourselves in unwanted circumstances and trials. Is that not the truth or what? Oh yeah. That's pretty much a given. And it's out of our control. So stop trying to control it, guys. So what are we going to do? 
What are you going to choose to do? We. We going to choose to do. Are we going to let our hearts grow hard and bitter? Are we going to allow the circumstances of our lives have greater power and influence over our lives than the creator of all things, right? Try not to make the mistakes I did two years ago, please. Um, and also, don't feel like you have to do it on your own. It's one of the things that I love about our Pusan community is that I know that if I am struggling with anything, I can just kind of call out an SOS. Someone's going to show up with support, a prayer, coffee, right? Don't feel like you have to do it on your own. Be encouraged to grasp, because there, there always is like a tiny, tiny little ounce, whether it's just a thought in your head that's like, I, need, I know I need to be praising in this. Just grab onto it in the midst of all the mess, uh, because you know that as you praise, you're already so much closer to finding yourself in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding and will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's it, guys. Let's pray. Oh, no, actually, we're going to stand up and pray and do the benediction? Nope, I'm just going to pray. No benediction today. Here we go. God, I just thank you so much for this Sunday. Um, God, I just pray for uh, everyone here in every individual walk that everyone is going through, Lord, every personal uh, struggle or battle that any one of us might be going through, God, that we know in our heart of hearts that you are battling with us, God, that you are there. Uh, it's a very um, footsteps in the sand type of thing. Um, but you're always there with us, God. I just pray that you put the praise on our lips, you put the praise in our hearts, Heavenly Father God, uh, that you continue to help us uh, keep our hearts soft for you, Heavenly Father, um, that in the midst of whatever life throws at us, God, that we continually seek you out, Heavenly Father. Um, hmm. God, I just pray for any of our brothers or sisters right now that are going through the junk right now. God, that you uh, open their ears, Heavenly Father. God, you are speaking to them, Heavenly Father. I just pray that you uh, help them to hear your voice, God, that they can tangibly feel the peace that you bring, Lord, and that you're uh, providing healing, that you're providing comfort. God, I just declare peace over those brothers and sisters, Lord. Um, yeah, I just thank you so much for today. We love you so much, God, in all things. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>